1: Second hour of Light the Tower on the Horn. Craig Way, Jeff Howe with you, Cameron Parker alongside as well. Uh, Cleanup from hour number one. Uh, Jeff, you were asking about J.K. Rowling. Seamhead girl said she made anti-trans comments. I remember that. Oh, okay. T-Bone said apparently she's a Nazi sympathizer. I don't know about that, but the the anti-trans comments, I remember hearing about that. I would certainly do it. Yeah. With regard to... All the conversation we had about third tier and streaming of longhorn games specifically in the spring sports. Um uh, somebody said, Jeff, there's a couple of streaming options out there these days for watching the Astros if you want to move that route instead of I'm whatever all, you got. I'm all ears. Uh which I'm assuming might be spectrum. He's asking what yours are is your Yeah, I want Spectrum. Yeah. Uh, he says Fubo TV and direct T V streaming. You can do direct
2: T V streaming. You can you know do what? that. Uh Need to check with my mom on that. Might need to. Okay. I mean, she's got the direct TV streaming. Might need to just there you go. borrow a password. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, One
2: hundred and sixty-two times this year.
1: Somebody asking, how much would a baseball signed by the entire two thousand five national championship team and Augie signature on there be worth? Just wondering. I've also got a ball with Justin Simmons by itself in Houston Street. Uh, how many major leaguers were on that 05 team? Yeah. I don't know that. Uh, Stuff like that uh, uh, strikes me as being more sentimental. And, yeah, it's, g-
2: it's going to be worth more to you than it is to somebody on the secondary market.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. By the way, our good friend, Walt, at Card Traders.
2: Oh, yeah. Did you see, uh, when's the last time you saw Walt? Uh,
1: the other day, the uh, basketball game in mm-hmm. West Virginia, and I asked him about a 1970 and He goes, I think I might have one. He goes, I can certainly look. Yeah. So I'll check with he's him. Been next on, time he's been
2: on. He's been on the hunt for one yeah. for you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know he's looking on that. Uh, CB asked about with regard to uh, the uh, Easter candy. Said, "Will you guys drink the Peeps flavored Pepsi? You know the uh, the yellow marshmallow Peeps. Those. Do
2: you like those? That sounds like diabetes in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I just put Wilford Brimley's face on it and be like, hey, if if you drink this, you know what's coming. Liquid
1: blood sugar <laughs> insulin." <laughs> there i don't know you look at the ingredients on the back of that it. thing it'd
2: be like high fructose corn syrup uh yeah. oh, and diabetes well, yeah okay.
1: yeah yeah there you go I, I i might taste it uh you know in order to taste it private to buy one so maybe i might i don't
0: know We'll
2: didn't see. didn't pepsi bring crystal pepsi back for a minute or am i imagining they,
1: that uh, didn't they
2: bring it back for a minute
1: they might have they might
2: have you bring back some crystal pepsi i'll drink crystal pepsi God, that just looks
1: yeah. What, the, what the, is the crystal
2: Pepsi? Crystal Pepsi James. Yeah, see it's clear. It was clear Pepsi.
1: It's clear. Yeah, it it
3: just it didn't look crystal like was it made with like crystal meth? No, or? it just it just looked like, it just looked like a crystal like you're looking yeah. through a crystal. Yeah, it just
2: huh. basically looked like Sprite, but it was in a Pepsi bottle, it was Pepsi yeah. flavored. Yeah. Or as my 4-year-old calls Sprite, Sprout.
1: There you go. Sprout. Yeah. Uh Gabe in San Antonio uh caught Adam Sandler's act last night. At Moody Center. Said me and my wife came up from San Antonio. He was great. I bet he was. I bet he was. Um, Love me some Sandler. Yeah. Somebody said, can we get Craig's British accent for the rest of the show?
0: Absolutely not.
1: Uh, uh, Bevo Lance Jason said, Craig's European accent. My top three voices. But, of course, the emperor is still tops. I like the Uh,
2: the two texts before that that Bevo Lance Jason sent. Uh, some, old, some old school. Comedy who would or... steal
1: thirty sack lunches <laughs> trying to find Davenport on a map? And you're really smart yet really can't smart. find it
2: on map. Uh, Yeah, picking up on the sarcasm.
1: You know the, uh, the, the sometimes that that British accent. It really, it's an amalgam of three or four different ones. Um, that had just kind of incorporate over time. It was uh, the, you know some of it was Winston Churchill, maybe a little bit of almost Ian e. McDermott who played, the, of course, the Emperor, and some of that, and it's all kind of. Amalgam together, you might say, it's a mashup. Um, But it does make me uh, my you know one of my favorite Winston Churchill stories. I always reminded of is the one where when he's in Parliament and he's having the big argument with Lady Astor from the other party from Labor, and she's going that, and they go it becomes so heated at one point. She says, "Sir Winston." I do believe if I was your wife, I would put strychnine in your tea. And he said, and if I was your
0: husband, Lady Astor, I would
1: drink it. So, um,
0: you know. Jeez. Yeah.
1: So, anyway. Um, I, I also think of Winston Churchill sometimes with regard to athletics. Because when they uh, rescued at, at, uh, at Dunkirk and got the British troops off the beach, 300,000 of them to keep them from being wiped out and pushed into the sea by the Nazis who were taking over France in in May of 1940. Mm -hmm. He said when they got them back safely uh, and did that and kind of achieved the success there, he said, this is not the end, nor is it the beginning of the end, but perhaps it is the end of the beginning. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think about that sometimes it's (laughs) the end of the beginning when you're trying to – Turn your season around.
2: Thank you, Cullen, for letting us know that Rob Schneider opened up for Sandler last night. Oh, wow. Okay. By the way, underrated Rob Schneider role, uh, the delivery guy in Big Daddy. He yeah. was excellent in that role.
1: Cam, there's your Crystal Pepsi. CB put it up there. He said, in the early 90s, I drank it.
2: <laughs> the Crystal Pepsi. Uh, I used to like when Shaq had his Pepsi deal. Pepsi would have those big slam Pepsis. Yeah, they were like I don't know. Was it was probably like a thirty, like a thirty-two ounce maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh huh. Used to like those as a kid.
2: Good, they could throw of course, those you'd look down. Look at me now and be like, yeah, I did have a few big slams yeah. back in the day. I yeah. would
3: drink Pepsi just because it sponsored Jeff Gordon, but I didn't enjoy. There it. There you go. I was <coughs> glad when that sponsorship ended. I don't
2: know when I got off the Pepsi train. I think I think I. I drank, there was a point in time in high school where I drank way too much wild cherry Pepsi Yeah, and then drank like the generic version of it and it wasn't good See, and I haven't been able to go back.
1: That's where it got me in the inverse on Coke for a time. I drank cherry Coke like it was going out of style in the 80s when it first came out. Just loved cherry. And then I kind of burned out on it and it only partially burned me out on Coca-Cola and then I've really started liking Pepsi a lot more. Mm -hmm. Now I like them both. I mean, if you open my refrigerator, there's both Pepsi and Coke in my refrigerator.
2: Coke Zero got me back on Coke because I like the Coca Cola taste, but again, I drink regular Coca Cola. It tastes like I'm drinking pancake syrup. Mm. But Coke Zero, I can tolerate it. Dr Pepper Zero has changed the game for me, though. It's been a complete game changer. I I, listen,
1: I salute, salute guys like you, and Roger Wallace and Bill Shoning and uh, Dave Garrett our Engineer being able to drink. Diet and sugar-free sodas because I can't the, the the aftertaste just ruins it for yeah. me even with the zeros and I tried them and it just I can still taste it and so it's like yeah I can't get there with it but like but you all have specific ones you like more than others
2: Dr Pepper Zero Coke Zero the rest
1: see, of the zeros I could probably do see it about. Dave Garrett avowed diet Dr Pepper guy I mean literally when we were in Lubbock yeah. he, car- he carried he carried he <laughs> carried uh, half of a 12-pack into his hotel room. So, so he's
2: like John Daly is with Diet
1: Coke. Kind of. Or Bill Schoening or Roger Wallace. They're both <laughs> big Diet Coke guys. But Roger doesn't like Diet Pepsi, but he likes Diet
2: Coke. I saw a video with John Daly, and it was a, one of those like YouTube shorts or Facebook shorts, and it mm-hmm. said this is how John Daly preps. He gets out of a golf cart, pops open a beer, takes a big drag off a cigarette, and he goes, what's the course record and where's the first hole?
1: There you go boom uh cb used to drink pepsi says now he won't he he says it's gross i'm a coke guy i miss the dr b yeah off of that um you know i i i i i, I can't do diet sodas but i like a lots of other sodas mm-hmm. like like if i'm in in and i, and I have to remind linda of this and I have to remind her when we're up at west virginia when i'm with uh, other people uh I'd tell the basketball managers or somebody else, don't ask for Dr. Pepper like in a restaurant. You're not going to get it. You can get Pib. Yeah. You're not going to get yeah. Dr. Pepper. Now, you can go in a convenience
2: store and you can buy a Dr. Pepper. But I noticed that there, when I'm in the Midwest, uh, if I ask for if I ask for a Coke, I'm getting Coca-Cola. If you ask for pop, they'll ask you what kind.
1: Yep. Yep. That's their – up in the Northeast, it's soda. Yeah. You know, sodi. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It might be that.
1: So, anyway uh, – uh, somebody said, also Jeff, you need to look into Sandlerverse to see how all the movies are connected through reused characters.
2: Yeah, I can I can see how there's some intertwining for sure. I might, I might have to do that though.
1: Love the uh, thing from uh, Bizarro Dale Dudley who says, "What happened to Jolt? That was liquid <laughs> meth." Did you ever, Cam, are You old enough to remember Jolt Cola, or did you ever have a Jolt Cola?
3: I remember it. I did not. The the most toxic soda I probably have drank was mountain dew,
1: yeah, and it's in it and it's like that it 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 can it had, I used to love Mountain Dew, but it started wrecking my stomach. It was just too hard on my stomach. Joke Cola would do that as well.
2: I like cold red back in the day. My brother did that, my brother would drink code red, Mountain Dew code red, like people drink water should drink water,
1: ice cream maine liked r c cola yeah, that was big there in uh, Waco. Uh speaking of fast food in West Virginia, have ever been to Tudor's? Absolutely. Tudor's Biscuit World? Like I said, my favorite one is the Politician. This actual biscuit, big biscuit with uh, egg and cheese and a big hunk of bologna. Hence the name, the politician.
2: You know, I, I wasn't I was a little upset that uh I couldn't get the Robert E. Lee when I went to Omaha last summer, now that I think about I think about breakfast items and talking about different parts mm-hmm. of the country.
1: Yeah. Still still annoys me, you know uh captain caveman says i'll try crystal meth now but not crystal pepsi
2: <laughs> hey now captain caveman knows how to have a good time
1: <laughs> and, and and like bivalent said jason says the ugly stepchild gets overlooked that's rc and he did that vault that was another one of those crazy sodas remember vault that was another one of that not
2: a soda but you, either you guys cam you're, you're probably too young for this the uh drink four loco before they change the ingredients
3: yeah. When they
2: put an ephedrine in that thing.
3: I've had many Four Locos, but not once Not the before. original
2: Four Loco. Woo. Wow. That was a was an adventure, let me tell you.
3: Is that like Zima? No, <laughs> Zima, no. we go with the Zima again.
2: The original Four Loco was kind of like, uh, I don't know, how can I put this? I've never tried cocaine, but if there's such a thing as liquid cocaine, it would probably be the original be Four it? Loco. Okay.
1: Uh I like Ike says I lived on Jolt Cola while in college. Can you imagine the people that I knew guys that did that. It was Jolt Cola and and what was it, Viverin To take that, they were they, so loaded up with caffeine to keep them up late at night to be able to study for an exam or and finish a paper.
2: I was in college when they started coming out with those alcohol based energy drinks. Not realizing, and I realize now, like man, that was incredibly stupid to drink a concoction loaded with caffeine and ephedrine and whatever else they were putting in those
1: deals hey you need to know that well i'm i'll tell you what i'm going to save it for the uh the flex 30 update uh, uh, craig and i are probably the only ones old enough to remember tab super growth that's awful that that was a that was a bad <laughs> diet soda was tab um it, it it's a line by the way back to the future yeah when Michael J. Fox goes into the deal and says, give me a tab, he goes, I can't give you a tab. You haven't ordered anything. <laughs> and he goes, well, give me a Pepsi free. And he goes, look, pal, I'm not going to give you something free. And he goes, just give me something without sugar. And he gives him a bowl of soup off oh, of that. I get a liter of cola. Somebody said, I once paired with Jeff at Texas State and he was known for jolly ranchers and enzima. Probably not. <laughs> that is uh, that is an outright lie. <laughs> <laughs> Surge, big in high school, certainly in the late '90s. Chocolate Soldier, folks mentioned that, and then the police chief, Chief Cantu, also says, "Remember Tab? Yeah, yeah." Diet Right Coley. and all those. I did once
2: this. pour uh, Boones Farm in a bowl of Fruity Pebbles when there was no milk in the fridge, but that's and not you're, as extreme as I got.
1: And you're putting yourself ahead of Jolly Ranchers and Zima and you, who
2: would? Yeah, put, that's beneath me.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: Sometimes
2: times are hard, Craig. You gotta you gotta make you gotta make stuff happen. Okay, okay. Like cooking hamburger helper without the hamburger. Yeah, you just got a big big skill at a helper. Golly,
1: that's
2: just
1: that again.
2: That's Randy Quaid. I don't know why a hamburger. that's just fine like it is. And you in and, and in college you had to buy the the hamburger helper that didn't require milk. Because mil- one of two things is going to happen with the milk. Either it's going to sit in the fridge too long and go bad.
1: Yeah, or somebody's going to drink it all up.
2: No, or it's going to be used in a prank in some way, shape, or form. Oh, and probably end up on somebody's point. door yeah, or going off somebody's yeah.
1: balcony. Or so you have to get the kind of, you just Somebody have might water. just
2: decide to do a milk challenge. Cameron, do you, do you ever hear about, do the milk challenge in college? Or hear about the milk challenge? I don't think Let's so. See if you can drink a gallon of milk in an hour.
3: I've heard of that have not partaken in
2: that. Yeah, I never partook in it. I've observed some and wish I hadn't. Because there's only one way that thing ends, Craig. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, yeah, uh, We're on cookies all over the parking lot.
1: CB says, Craig, did you ever drink New Coke? Yes, it tasted like liquid dirt. Uh, that I, I'm, you know, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but I'm willing to buy into the conspiracy that Coca-Cola introduced that New Coke in 1985. Yeah, uh, because they wanted to win a cola war with Pepsi, and Pepsi at that time was picked number one. And they came up with that new Coke formula and it was awful and it was such a revolt. They brought it back to regular Coca Cola as what they called classic Coke.
2: Was that before or after Pepsi set Michael Jackson on fire?
1: Uh right around the same time. Okay. Right
2: around the same so time. So they set Michael Jackson on fire and sales went yep. through the roof. Yep. It's unfortunate.
1: And um and they had nothing to do with Crystal Pepsi either. Uh, th- so, uh,
2: only thing I, I remember drinking Crystal Pepsi. And I remember the Van Halen song in the commercial. Yeah,
1: it was that. Uh, Actually,
2: let me rephrase the Van Hagar
1: commercial. That's exactly right. So it was. Uh, yeah, it was awful. The new Coke was terrible, and uh, and and I will tell you, Jeff, that's what started to get me. Interested in, in drinking Pepsi again because it couldn't stand. Then they brought it back. and called it Coca Cola Classic. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then you could get them both for a while. Then they got rid of the new Coke formula. Thank you, Captain
2: Caveman, for backing me up on uh, the concoction that was the original Four Loko. <laughs>
1: uh, so he said, anybody remember Red Rattler? Yeah, that was a uh, that was also a, a like a um, a re- that was also a red soda, red cream soda. Somebody said. I wonder if
2: Jolt is comparable to Surge. Back in my day, we had Surge.
1: Yeah, yeah, Back. I think so. Uh, somebody said any uh, Fresca long gone. I guess no, it's not. You can buy it Fresca in the supermarket. How about a Fresca? You can you can uh, as, as Judge Smale said and Caddyshack. You can you can uh, you can get Fresca in the my wife bought
2: fresca at the grocery store one time without telling me I look in the fridge I'm like did I just land in 1993 like what happened where, somebody else said, I
1: you? recently drank uh, ice cream man said I recently drank fresca again forgot how much I liked it yeah uh, uh, I had a frozen vodka drink at rodeo goat in Fort Worth that had tang in it last week wow tang the the drink the astronauts drink the tang uh, thing uh, Jeff do you like me regret uh, drinking Jagermeister bombs in the early 20s. Let me tell you, can't believe I actually uh, took shots says Bivolance Jason.
2: Back in the day, it's no, it's no longer there. Uh, right, it was in the same shopping center uh, in San Marcos, right across from the uh, Texas State, right across the street from the music building. Uh, Rose Garden used to be on the corner. It's no longer there anymore. And on uh, right on that same strip was this place called the Den. We used to go there on Sunday nights because they had first off they had a shuffleboard table, which was awesome. Yeah. And then uh, they used to have like dollar Jaeger bombs. Wow! And when you're rolling on a budget, yeah, then you can you can stretch your money a long way and have a good time. Craig. In
1: those cases, you're a drunk on a budget. So it's okay. Sunday. It's
2: Sunday night football, shuffleboard, and Jaeger bombs was my existence for one fall.
1: You ever do it with the the Red Bull?
2: That's what a Jaeger bomb Bull. is. It's yeah, Red okay. Bull, Red, Red Bull, and Jaeger. Ah. Uh,
1: someone said saw a guy a few years ago put aspirin in uh, Coke.
2: That's see that's uh I don't know what that is, but it mm-hmm. don't sound like
1: yeah. sprite remix don't sound no, like it's on the up and up there's a, do y'all remember orbits drink I don't I remember orbits a travel agency, but not that uh, like
2: orbit's, orbits gum
1: yeah <laughs> uh Dwight rabbit said that uh, uh, after cyclomates tabs sucked and and fresco with cyclomates was good, yeah, until I figured out what a cancer causing agent that was. Jay Fizzle likes Pib over Dr. Pepper any day. Uh, so, anyway, there's there's a lot of that.
2: I'm glad we get into stuff like this on the show. Yeah, like just, we have to. Just riff on stuff. You know? Hey,
1: uh, Police Chief can, too, like Sunkist. You know, Sunkist. I was always an Orange Crush guy as a kid because it's very lightly carbonated and no caffeine in it. Always liked Orange Crush. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the uh, Dublin Dr. Pepper maybe with the in- Imperial Cane sugar. Man, that is that's high octane every now and then i'll i'll brave it like if i'm going through and stop at like slavachics and west or someplace mm-hmm. and they'll have it in there or the check stop and they'll have it in there and i'm no oh, okay and i'm like i get two thirds through that bottle. I'm like why did i do this you know you got to go another year and a half without
2: doing that that's, that's tough my brother would treat he would get that my brother's a dr pepper fanatic he would get that and treat it like it was a you think it was like some 100-year-old bottle of champagne or something, it's like <laughs> just like off off to the side. like He'd hide it in his room and put one <laughs> in the fridge whenever whatever he was ready to drink in. Like, CB,
1: uh, living on military bases, where all Shasta was big, the old Shasta colas. Uh, and the the similar one in the old Winn-Dixie supermarket chain uh, back in uh, in the South was Czech, C-H-E-K, Czech colas and Czech uh, soft drinks. So, uh, yeah, orbits was a clear drink with floating spheres in it that looked like a lava lamp. It was gross. It sounds gross. It really does.
2: I want stuff floating around in my... The only thing I want floating around in my drink is if I've got a Dr. Pepper and some peanuts, I can can roll with that. You're okay with that.
1: All right. uh, No floaters, Craig. Oh, this is gross. Uh, SEMA Red with a barbacoa taco, Uh, like a Big Red in South Texas, I'd put peanuts in the Coke, too. Ain't,
2: Ain't nothing better than Big Red and a breakfast taco. Uh
1: <laughs> should be the official
2: that. breakfast of Texas. If it's not, then it should be.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up, we'll have our Flex 30 update
2: and... We'll get back to sports on the Sports Talk Station.
1: We'll do that. We'll get off the Or we might not. Get or we get sugar not. high. I don't, we don't Hey, it's our show. We don't yes. want to. We don't have to. Uh, and, and folks are really enjoying it, too. Uh, uh, Captain Caveman says the fruitopias were underrated. Somebody else said they bring back the fruitopia as well. All right, we'll continue with Light the Tower on the Horn, 104.9, 1019, AM 1260. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at
0: hornfm.com. Craig Way and Jeff Howe, Light the Tower.
1: Um, our good man, Eric Rains, let us know that. Bob, Cole. Cole liked the uh, the uh, great flavor, for Loco. He did. He liked that. Just, just
2: playing with fire, man.
1: <laughs> Originally, liked that stuff. Um, so a lot of folks weighing in with the uh, with the soft drink. Thankfully, of their the uh,
2: Food and Drug Administration stepped up <laughs> on that deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> made it safer now. By like yeah. getting the ephedrine out of it.
2: Yeah, you know. get all the bad stuff out. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's get to our Flex 30 update. We've got that first.
0: Flex ATX, for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by... Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit BrainVault.com and join the movement.
1: Okay, last night there was more girls high school basketball playoff action and our man Cam Parker got to call that taffy pull between Eastview and McCallum 29-25 At McCallum last night. But you said it was a very competitive game, right?
3: Yeah, I don't think either team led by more than five points throughout
1: the entire game. Wow. Yeah. Tight game, 29-25, was the uh, final score in that one. Now, Jeff, need to let you know that uh, Purple Buffalo's daddy had a – had a text on the. He says, "Congrats to my Cougs on beating Marble Falls and clinching a spot in the playoffs. Nineteen years in a row for Gerald Cougar Gerald Cougar basketball to make the playoffs. Oh, They've always been good at basketball."
2: Jeff, yeah, Coach gonna built a, a, a powerhouse there. I remember because I was in the same grade with some of those guys. Uh, and they beat us in the playoffs if I'm remembering this right. Oh. That was. I'm trying to think of when it was. I want to say Gerald. Maybe it was my senior year that they made it to the either the regional finals or the regional semifinals because that was either Academy won the state basketball championship. Yep. I want to say they played each other in the regional final. I may be misremembering that, or it might have been the year before that they played each other. Somebody from Gerald text in and correct me. I don't, it's it's been a minute uh, since I had yeah, to think about that.
1: Understand that. Uh, so, uh, girls' playoffs are underway, and uh, Lake Travis won over Stony Point on Monday, 44-42. So, they move on to the area round. We were talking about some of the teams that got in to the area round of the uh, playoffs. Do you have an area round playoff assignment uh, yet this weekend? I may be up at Cameron Yo Stadium
3: for Georgetown and C-Stat tomorrow night.
1: See, that's one thing I, I, I like about the basketball and the baseball playoffs is that you could have two 6A teams playing in, like, a 3A or a 4A gym mm-hmm. because the gym's big enough, and it's, like, perfectly equidistant. Yep. It's just like in baseball play. I love it when you get, like, uh, two uh, a 6A program from this area playing a 6A program from the greater Houston area, and they're playing, like, at a 2A baseball facility or a 3A baseball facility. And it creates an incredible environment for basketball. Yeah it does so um there it is there's your flex uh, one okay. real yes. quick you got one more
2: uh don't have the details on when it'll be played but the way the uh, district standings fell in 26-6A, yep for the boys you've got dripping springs and anderson both tied for the last playoff spot uh anderson beat austin high last night or dripping springs beat austin high last night anderson beat Bowie. anderson and dripping springs are going to have a play-in game to see who gets that last playoff spot i just I've been trying to find details. I don't have details on when or where, but it's basically a winner take all. Winner goes to the postseason losers. Season is done.
1: I love those play-in games.
2: I played in one of those one time. Did you really? Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of places, that are, it's also true too, Craig. You can have small schools level up to play in a bigger gym. Uh, we had to play Lago Vista in Cedar Park for the third and final playoff spot. Had to have a play-in game because we both tied. Wow.
1: Did you win? Yeah. Oh,
2: yep. okay, good. good. On the tiebreaker.
1: Um by the way, the the final AP regular season poll, Texas AP poll, girls basketball poll, number one team in the state, 6A is Austin High. Mm-hmm. That's because Duncanville ruled out of the playoffs. They will not be.
2: That's going to be the same the deal on the boys' side, right?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. The boys are, are playing that kind of national schedule, you know, uh, to try to win a quote-unquote mythical national title, I guess. Uh, that you, kind of you can't thing. call
2: that an outlaw schedule anymore, can
1: you? No, and and uh, we would we we would uh, be remiss. <laughs> I, I,
2: like, I like how you caught on there. Yeah, the I did. outlaw schedule.
1: We would be remiss if we did not point out the end of the run for Cedar Park. Back to back five A State titles came uh, and could not make it a three P because they got beat last night by San Antonio Wagner uh, down in New Braunfels last night. So. There it is. Uh, there's your Flex 30 update. Let's move on to our second hour Longhorn Notebook.
0: Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook.
1: Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert. Check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com.
2: So we started talking about on the Blitz this week. We started talking about the identity of the offense for Texas in 2023 and what it's going to look like. And I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm not even say optimistic. I'm hopeful that Steve Sarkeesian has an offense that lends itself more to maximizing positionless players, maximizing your versatility on offense, because you've got a lot of guys that can do multiple things. Jordan Whittington, we know, is one of those guys. Keelan Robinson is one of those guys. Xavier Worthy, with the addition of A.D. Mitchell and Isaiah Nair coming back, we talked about it, now you don't have to pigeonhole him Mm -hmm. in one role. You can do different things with him. Another guy that fits into that mold, Craig, is Jatavian Sanders. And, you know, I started thinking about this, we kind of, thought about him to fly rod rod is less optimistic than or less hopeful than i rod's hopeful he's much less optimistic than i am about the positionless football bit and he made a great point of the blitz he said look whenever he brings up trends or things that he thinks is coming Rod does it based on film study and he tracks things and he said there's really nothing and I agree with him, there's nothing that leads you to believe that this is coming from Steve Sarkeesian because it seems like it seems like some of that stuff Sark does where you feature a guy, it seems like it is more opponent based. It's more week to week stuff and and hunting a specific matchup against a specific opponent rather than doing what, you know, a guy like a Kyle Shanahan or a Sean McVay or a Mike McDaniel will do where that is who you are on offense and it goes out from there. But why I'm hopeful, it goes back to Jatavian Sanders, Craig, because if Sark is right, and, and I, I, I think he really believes what he said when he calls the tight end position the most significant position, the most important position in his offense other than quarterback, I think that should lend you to maximizing the versatility of your playmakers because you can do that with Jatavian Sanders. And we've got a nugget up on the site right now. Uh, my colleague Chip Brown in his morning column uh, said he checked in with a team source who said that uh, JT's emerging as a key vocal leader on offense which that side of the ball you need it with no Roshan no Bijan Bijan led in a different way than Roe did but Craig you you know the impact Ro had as a vocal leader i mean the buck stopped with him he was the yep. guy everybody looked at according to the source said quote the guy gets it how to work how to push and how to hold others accountable so Jatavian Sanders is doing that part of it from everything we've heard in winter workouts just keep to the on field stuff and i went ahead and was looking at his numbers in terms of where he lined up last year in usage, and I wanted to compare it to kind of somebody that I think is also in college football a versatile tight end. And I I don't think it's hyperbole when I say Jatavian Sanders is one of the top three to five tight ends in the country in 2023, a guy that's going to be on the Mackey Award watch list. I'm not going to be shocked to see him on some preseason All-American teams. So I looked at how Texas used Jatavian Sanders last year yeah. and how Georgia used Brock Bowers. Okay. It was more similar than I thought, but you'll see the differences when I'm talking about Sark really needing to maximize JT's ability. So you go to JT, Lashen, this is all according to Pro Football Focus. 12 snaps in the backfield, 602 as an inline tight end, 141 in the slot, and 59 out wide. Brock Bowers. And keep in mind, Bowers played two more games. Than JT did three more games. No, two more games. Two more games. My bad. Brock Bowers, fourteen in the backfield, two hundred and fifty nine as an inline tight end, three hundred fifteen in the slot, and sixty seven out wide. So you've got Bowers' snaps are a little more spread out to mm-hmm. some different positions. The bulk of JT's come as an inline tight end, and it's not that Sark wasn't versatile with him, didn't have some imagination in terms of how to get JT the ball because we saw him get it. On tight end screens, we saw him when he was out wide, how they would get him the ball. But it seemed like there were specific ways. Like the tight end screen, when they went to tight end screens, there just wasn't a lot of variety in the tight end screen game. It seemed to be kind of the same tight end screen. When you put JT out wide, it kind of seemed like more often than not, it was in the red zone and you were going to throw him a fade, which, Craig, you know I've talked about this in here. I've talked about it on the Blitz. I've written about it in Horse 24-7. I loathe the fade Unless, unless you've got Megatron on your team. You're not a fade guy. Moss, you've
1: never been a fade guy.
2: Don't throw the fade in the red zone. Just don't Just do not do it. It's a very low percentage throw. Unless you're going to throw that back shoulder fade and give your guy a chance to go make a play, which very few quarterbacks at the college level are capable of making, making that, that throw. throw. That's like what I gi-
1: like that throw
2: if you can make yeah, that throw. Yeah, but Jimbo Fisher asking Haynes King to do it against Alabama from the opposite hash, probably not the best play call you can have on fourth yeah. and goal at the end of the game. But I digress. Uh, So maybe mix up some variety in terms of how you get him the ball. Put him out wide and throw him a slant. Let him catch a screen mix up your tight end screen game. Do some different things with him. Uh, also, get him on the move. You re- he's he's proven that he's a capable blocker. Line him up in the backfield a little bit more. Use him as more of kind of that sniffer back, that H-back that a lot of people are using right now. Just find different ways to get him on the move. You, you know, We know Sark's offense, it's full of motions and shifts, just general pre-snap movement. Mm-hmm. You can do so many things with JT Sanders to get him in the most favorable matchup you can, or even to use him as a decoy to get somebody else involved because he's such a receiving threat. I just think the identity of the offense needs to revolve around not so much the talent you had in the backfield like it did last year. I think it needs to be more about vers- the versatility you have maximizing that versatility and it starts with JT Sanders. Alright.
1: All right. Uh, there it is. That's uh, your long one. By the way, we had somebody else ask and uh, we, we talked about the first hour of the program. The start time for the Kansas game has been announced. It'll be 3 o'clock on Saturday uh, March 4th. So Three o'clock will be the time. It's three time. o'clock
2: Pacific time, so adjust your clocks support. No, <laughs> I'm just not. Really joking. <laughs>
1: it's three o'clock Central time uh, for Texas.
2: And, and by the way, to the Texter, Deuce Robinson supposed to make his decision on April 1st. Okay. So just just sit tight. It's going to be a minute on that and one. And for the Texter, said you
1: upgrade the Rat P gym and you start getting good at basketball. Coincidence. No, 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 no. Gerald was good long before they, they got out m- they of the rat p gym. They moved out of
2: the rat p gym. Well, I take that back. They started getting good right around the time they moved out of the rat p gym.
1: I remember them being good before they got out of probably the rat late nineties, early yeah. two thousand.
2: Early two thousands was when they moved out of the rat p gym, and right after they moved out of the rat p gym, things started to take off. Okay, okay. now that would have been late nineties. I was in middle school when they opened up the the newer gym. Yeah, which I don't even know. It's probably like the third gym they have right now. The, the, the new gym at that time might be the new Rat P gym, for all I know. <laughs> the new Rat P gym. All right,
1: we'll be back to wrap up today's edition of Light the Tower on the Horn. We're going to wrap up today's edition of Light the Tower. We'll be back in with you tomorrow.
2: I may do a, uh oral history on the origins of Four Loco for tomorrow's mm-hmm. show. And we'll look forward might to that. Might go do some homework today.
1: We'll look forward to your report
2: uh, <laughs> on that.
1: All right. Uh, CB says, thanks for bringing up Pacific Time because he lives in the PNW. Yes, uh, We will be, uh, be back with you tomorrow. Thanks so much for man behind the glass, our producer, Cameron Parker, and for my co-host, Jeff Howell and Craig Way. Thanks for joining us. Chad You're up next. We'll visit with you tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, here on Light the Tower.